0: My name is Lilian Aghazi. There are about 6,500 languages in the world. But did you know that a language disappears and dies every two weeks? Therefore, the International Mother Language Day on February 21st is a day to celebrate and protect all languages of the world. International Mother Language Day was proclaimed by the United General Conference of the United Nations Educational, Scientific and Cultural Organization, UNESCO, in November 1999, and since then, the day has been celebrated yearly. A language is much more than just a way of communicating. Language, and particularly our mother tongue, is an important part of our culture. Some people even think that our language can change how we see the world. At least 43% of all languages are endangered, and fewer than 100 of the world's languages are used in the digital world. Most internet communication is either in English, Chinese, Mandarin, Spanish, Arabic, Portuguese, Indonesian, Malayan, Japanese, Russian, and German. But we have other languages that are still existing and everyone has the right to use their own mother tongue and to keep the memories, traditions, and ways of thinking that their language represents. Now, how many Nigerians, young Nigerians particularly, can actually speak their native language? Well, I went on the streets of Abuja to find out. My name is David. Hi, David. Can you speak your native language? No, I can't. Where are you from? I'm from Kogi State. Where in Kogi? Mupamuro. You can't say anything at all I it's yoruba that's my language i can speak a little yoruba like bounty that's it Eccaro. the basics really why my parents can't speak um, Yoruba, so they want to teach me really you don't even your grandma she can but when she already teach me I, I wasn't willing to learn then so do you wish you knew how to yeah i do are you willing to learn if given the opportunity to i don't know <laughs>
1: Maybe. If the opportunity comes, we'll see. How about you? I'm from River State Okrika. I come but I'm not that fluent.
0: So, say one or two things in your language. Um, What's food in Okrika? Um, food is... um, fie. Yeah. How about, come and eat? Boye fi. You're good then. So, how come you're not that fluent in your language? What happened?
1: Oh, when I was learning, I mean... When they said I should speak, I was like... I was speaking the words that's why I'm not that fluent but like when when I speak I just like if I want to answer like I pick the words but like I'm not that like yeah
0: so if given the opportunity would you want to learn of course why not yes how well how fluent are you not not 100% how did you learn how to speak it? from my mom and dad yes they did and has it helped you have you seen any advantage yes it have taught me a lot it me a lot, which I can write. Yeah. Then, yes. So if, what's your word to people who don't know how, if, okay, let me start with, if you are given the opportunity to learn, say from primary school in your indigenous language, do you think it should have helped you to speak better? Yes, it would have helped me to speak better. I'm giving people that, I'm just advising people that don't know how to speak their language, they should go back home because it's helping a lot. It's helping a lot. Just go back home and speak your language. It will help you a lot. Thank you. Well, those are some young Nigerians are telling us, Why those who can speak know how to speak, and why those who can't or who know it sparingly are at the stage they are. You are listening to Nigeria Daily. We're going on break Tuesday. Daily Trust and on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Daily Trust. To listen in, join us on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. You're welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. In this episode, we are celebrating the International Mother Language Day. Before we went on break, we had a chat with some Nigerians who told us how fluent they are in their mother language and if they would prefer being taught in their indigenous languages or if it would make any difference in their lives. The theme for this year's 2024 celebration is Multilingual Education, a Pillar of Learning and Intergenerational Learning. That means the United Nations is encouraging that learning might just be better if done in indigenous languages. How true is that? A lecturer in the Department of English, University of Abuja, shares his thoughts on that as he also tells us how he banned English language in his home. Let's take a listen.
1: My name is I am a lecturer in the English department. It will make a lot of difference. In fact, um, I'm really surprised that, um, not, for, not for surprised, just surprised, saddened, by the fact that many of our institutions in Nigeria do not do that, because that is actually what the National Policy and Education stipulates, that students, children be taught in their native languages, and English is supposed to be just a, um, a subject. So that is the law, but we don't follow it. Mm-hmm. Children are supposed to be taught in the language of the immediate environment. English is introduced maybe when they're in primary, three or four thereabouts. It's in the national policy on education. You know, it's it's it make a lot of difference if children are taught in the indigenous languages because, one, for identity purposes, um, you are from a particular place, so understanding your language exposes you to your cultural practices, to the norms. Of, of your people. So you you lose your identity. And not knowing your language means your native language means you are shut out from everything contained in the language. Mm-hmm. Which is sad.
0: All right, we see we spoke to a couple of you know Nigerians asking them if they could speak their language, and some of them blame their parents, saying that their parents don't even know how to speak. So, who is there to teach them? What's your take on that? Do we is there a future for our languages with all of this?
1: Um, if the trend continues, there is no future for our languages, but if it changes, then there is hope um Parents need to take drastic steps. I must confess that it is quite um, a lot of work to teach children um, their indigenous Nigerian languages now, because of the um, um, domineering place of English. Mm. English is the language of instruction in almost all schools at all levels. Um, the language of the mass media, the language of the streets—you know, English is used everywhere. So, for you to really teach your children your native language. You need to work hard to achieve that. For instance, I I struggle with it at home. I have I have two kids, um, three,
2: mm.
1: um, uh, fourteen years, seven years, and three four years. And I have to I have to ban speaking English in my house. Oh. Yeah, I oh. ban speaking
0: English
1: in my house. And- so it, it's a, if they speak English, I'll quote them. Has he helped? Oh, yes. I, I, I My son will come to me, uh, Daddy, I want to say, so, so, <laughs> and then he will complain. He will keep on repeating himself, I'll ignore him. He will go back to his mom. The mom will translate, he will come back. <clears throat> then I'll listen to him. Um, now he understands very well, but he doesn't speak well. He'll um, we keep at it. Sometimes, when he knows that he comes to me, he, I'm not going to listen to him. He's forced to say it however he could, however he can. Mm-hmm. Um, he's improving, really. He's improving. are uh, oh. being banned, not just speaking with me alone, speaking among themselves. Oh! They, yes, they oh. shouldn't speak English among themselves.
0: That was Dr. Uchi Oyali, lecturer Department of English, University of Abuja. Would starting education in the learners' mother tongue and gradually introducing other languages breach the barriers between home and school and also facilitate effective learning? I had a chat with an educationist, and this is what he has to say.
2: My name is Abdukadri Abdelai. I am a lecturer in the Department of Mass Communication of the Rapport
0: So is it safe to um, refer to you as an educationist? Yes. All right, sir. Yes, it is
2: going to make a difference, a big difference for that matter, because uh, students or pupils will understand, or they often understand their mother's uh, tongue or language more than any other foreign language introduced to them. Mm -hmm. And because uh, of this fact, They have become familiarized with a lot of things in their mothers or in the indigenous language. So if we choose to change our current uh, practice of having to educate our students or our pupils with foreign uh, language, it will do a lot of good to our education sector, it will make a big difference. But there has to be... process or a procedure where those who are knowledgeable about uh, English language or whichever language of instruction that uh, we are dealing with officially should be the ones to handle uh, this. Uh, I mean, people who are vast in English language or the language of instruction that will now come around to interpret or translate uh, some of these things to the students or pupils so that it will make an informed impact.
0: Alright. So, um, as an educationist now, let's just talk about the fate of our, my, our languages. If this happens, would this preserve our languages?
2: It's going to be very fantastic. It's going to preserve the language, the identity, the norms, the values because When students or pupils are taught in their mother's language or the indigenous language, it's going to expose them to a lot of things about the language or about the indigenous languages. So, uh, definitely, uh, when that is done or when that is uh, achieved, we are right there in terms of uh, cultural preservation, our identity, uh, preservation, the norms, the values will continue to come in. Oh. And it will also be uh, aware with cultural imperialism, which we seem to have or uh, uh uh we seem to have uh, uh, been involved in today
0: okay so in a country like nigeria where we have lots of languages but we know that the three major languages are igbo Hausa, and yoruba if we are to start teaching in indigenous languages definitely it is no knowledge that we're going to teach in the major languages so what is the fate of the minority languages
2: the minority language will not suffer anything because even before now it's been practiced in places like Northern Nigeria, where you have somebody like me uh, who schooled in this part of the country as a nuclear person, uh, we grew up uh, studying our language in our primary and secondary school days. Mm-hmm. So, what is going to happen is that the dominant, the predominant language in that region will be the language that will be adopted for the uh, for the for the for the for the for. Uh, for the, for learning. So, it was practice in the past, even though partially, we learned how to our primary school days, secondary school day, But, but, but didn't it us. affect
0: your ability to speak Nukpe, your own native language?
2: Uh, as, as, you know, if the, if we have this our in place, for instance, in the first place, other ones can give way, and other, to give way to other languages, to also come up, mm-hmm. so that we begin to learn them gradually, and a time goes on. Every language may have their uh, own teachers
0: that will be instructing students there. Uh, that was Abdukadi Abdullah Yaya, an educationist speaking. Nelson Mandela once said, If you talk to a man in a language he understands, that goes to his head. If you speak to him in his language, that goes to his heart. I hope we all make meaning of that. God bless Nigeria. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Bye for now.